0: Hello everyone, this week's guest is Jackson Moncrief, and all I can say is this guy is fantastic. He's the CEO of his own company, Release Fishing Apparel, and he's one of my really good friends. I've known him for a while now, and I can tell you, I think this week he'll make a very good guest. Um, currently, he's enrolled at St. Petersburg College, early college through them. It's kind of like a program where you can, you stay enrolled in high school, but at the same time, you take all college classes. It's a really good way to save on money if you're trying to get credits and all that. Um, he was also the former phu fishing club president prior to doing the whole early college thing seeing as he's not at school anymore he naturally can't host a fishing club and i have had the privilege of attending some of these meetings and i can say he did a fantastic job with it jackson is also a current phu lacrosse athlete and he does plan to play this lacrosse season coming up um now most importantly about jackson he fishes quite a lot and it's one thing for me to say all these things about a person i'm basically giving a biography here but i think it's much better here from themselves so why don't you hop on jackson
1: how you guys doing today thanks for having me on the show brian
0: you said that as if they're going to respond
1: how's the live studio audience going <laughs> yeah I keep
0: speaking loud into the mic i'm sure everybody everybody loves that we have a um laugh track in the background for the all the unfunny jokes that are to be said this week
1: oh thanks brian
0: <laughs> so you're a fish guy. It's pretty obvious.
1: They do call me that fish guy.
0: I, I call him yeah. What, what do I call it? It's like fish fish boy or something like that. Fish boy. Either fish way, man. It works. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's he, he. does a lot of fishing. He's actually very good at it. I've been on the boat with him a couple of times, and I can say it's one of the few times I've actually sat there and I've genuinely enjoyed fishing. And you know, because I think fishing, really, from an outsider's perspective, it's just you sit there throw the line in you wait you get a fish it's kind of boring to me but jackson yeah you kind of changed my perspective on that
1: i mean it's just because i'm that good i'm just kidding <laughs> But <laughs> we like to have fun with it though so it's not just sitting in the water holding a rod just waiting for a fish to come by and bite we like to joke around a little bit hopefully pull a few more out than usual i
0: mean it's a science to catch those fish how exactly do you do it
1: I mean, I pour, like, beakers in the water. Oh, you meant, like, the <laughs> yeah,
0: You're running an experiment. You have to do the chi-squared analysis on yeah, it.
1: Yeah, I'm doing, like, RC-squared, stuff like that. It's some mathematical formula. Yeah, just you know, before
0: can. you reel in a fish, you have to...
1: But yeah, no, usually we just get bait in the right spot. Like, I've pretty much been fishing this one spot with my dad my entire life. And you just memorize spots, usually. What bait to use in that exact spot on what tide... How to get in there, stuff like that.
0: Yeah, would you say it's more of the most, like, the factors that contribute to catching the most fish? Would you say it's mostly the spot, or are there other external things that kind of contribute to it?
1: I would say the spot does have a good play in it, but there's also fish almost everywhere. It's just how to get them biting. So there's, most captains know this better than I do because they go out every day. We get to go out once a week, but they usually find, like, Usually it's the spot with the tide, so like fish won't always eat at throughout the day. There's like certain tides where it's an incoming tide or moving water where they'll eat more than usual. So we like to put certain baits out during certain tides and go to certain spots. Kind of like map out our day the night before.
0: So like you look tides. at tide charts and all that the night prior, and then you go out and you say, okay, well it's low tide here, so and. In- it's kind of moving out a little bit I'm gonna use this specific lure
1: yeah like we'll just be like at this time we'll go here because it's super low tide we can't get in anywhere and then when it's the high tide we can go like all right, we'll go here and then when the tide comes even more then we get in here and yep. then we use a certain baits based off the certain spots so yeah. like what
0: kind of bait would you use in certain situations
1: well, I'm primarily live bait. That's what I love to use the most. But usually most beach fishing, if you can get the greenbacks, greenbacks are the best. But grunts are good, pinfish, great baits. But then if you're like more in the mangroves and stuff like that, I would say probably... I mean, greenbacks, again, are great. But I don't personally like to use pinfish. And then shrimp sometimes are pretty good, too.
0: So would you say the greenbacks are just really all well-around, like... Greenbacks are like
1: the candy. It's like the lollipop. You, it's like the best bait around. Where like pinfish is kind of like, it's there. You, I mean, it's like food. They'll eat it still, but it lasts longer. Greenbacks tend to die quickly and they're harder to get. Where you can get a bunch of pinfish and they'll last you a century.
0: Yeah, I've seen that on when I've been on the boat with you. The greenbacks aren't really as resilient and they die very very quickly if you keep them out.
1: Yeah, they, they're they pretty fun. <laughs> would
0: you say the pinfish are built different, if you will?
1: I would say they are built different, Brian. <laughs> they definitely know how to withstand the test of time.
0: So you said you'd use the pinfish if it's a mangrove. Like, Does yeah, that change, if, say, you had a low tide, would you use a different type of bait for that? Or is it just overall well-around pinfish for mangroves?
1: So usually, in most spots, you need a higher tide to get into mangroves. Usually. I mean, it depends on where you're fishing, of course, but usually the spots we go for, we need the higher tide. So, if it's usually a high tide, we like to throw the pinfish. I personally like to start with a variety. If we do have greenbacks, I'll throw one greenback, one pinfish, and then probably not a shrimp. We haven't used shrimp in a while, but probably throw a greenback and a pinfish into the mangroves. And if we start getting them on pinfish, I'll just keep putting people on pinfish to keep the fish going. But... and then vice versa if we get more on greenbacks we'll throw greenback on
0: i'm genuinely curious about this have you found that certain fish prefer different bait
1: yeah i mean i would it's really depending on the spot i mean personally in my opinion i feel like if you're using the specific bait for this type of fishing i would say snook greenback um redfish probably pinfish shrimp they tend to like those a little bit more trout probably i would throw a shrimp if anything maybe a greenback too and then black drum always shrimp maybe little crabs
0: yeah i remember how well that black drum fishing went with you that one time That That was was an off day, Brian. We won't talk. Uh, That's what they all say that the tides were going the wrong way. You promised me what was it like six tarpon.
1: I did not promise you any tarpon. Yes,
0: you did. You literally Mm -hmm. said that I would catch at least four tarpon at this spot, and I did not catch a single thing. That's actually
1: a funny story. So we took Evan Seabolt. He was on the show last week, and he was. We were taking fishing. We were like pulling into the good redfish spot. We usually get a couple out of there. pull in there he's like I said this spot right here we've pulled out like 20 of them it's like all right that's our quota so basically we sat there until we got 20 redfish out of there and it's a good spot like we get good sized ones but it's like getting to the point where it's like when I meant 20 I meant like maybe 12 maybe 15 but we managed to pull out 20 redfish. I was
0: going to say, if a spot can sustain you to where you can get 20 redfish out of it, that's pretty impressive. I'm, I'm impressed with that. That's actually interesting.
1: Yeah, ask Evan about that because we've counted every fish. We were making sure at one point we counted. You got every.
0: like a chart up. You're like, oh, there, there's a tally right there.
1: Yeah, we were just tallying on the side pull up a snook you get disappointed because you actually wanted a redfish so you get to golf a tally
0: (laughs) yeah the other ones don't count so you're there for much longer than you need to be Mm -hmm. Uh, seeing as your whole company is called release i'm just interested are you more of a catch or release kind of guy when you fish
1: i personally it again it depends on the fishing but i mostly do inshore fishing so i'm completely release inshore i always release now for offshore i might not stick with the same motives like Most offshore fish. It changes with the wind. It change. We'll just say that. Well, it changes with the wind. We'll go with that. But most offshore fish, I will, I will keep. But every inshore fish, I'm one hundred percent releasing. I think I have only kept two snook in my whole time. And what? It just because I don't want to. Why is
0: it? That's you just don't want to kill them.
1: Well, the thing is, if you take it. Then it won't be there next time, you know? That's so, very...
0: Like, that, that might be why you pulled out 20 redfish at yeah. one time.
1: So, like, when I take out Evan on the boat, and I know there's a snook sitting right underneath that dock, and I just throw the line, and I just dink it out, it looks way more impressive than us trying to look around for a new snook every single time. And especially with red tide, you can't even keep snook or redfish right now. But back That's one, true, yeah.
0: I, I'm actually kind of changing a little bit here. The one time I remember I went out with you, we went to your one redfish spot yeah back in the whatever back in the channel and we were with your dad and your dad said i'm gonna cast my line over here under the dock i'm gonna get a snook and not even three seconds later he pulled up the biggest fish i've ever seen i'm like i was i was i was shocked when i saw that that was pretty
1: impressive yeah that man's taught me everything i know he's very
0: and quite obviously you know a lot about fishing he did a good job
1: i mean i'm not gonna say no he was definitely a great teacher Students only as good as the sensei.
0: I'm guessing the, he also what, prefers to do inshore fishing? Is that? I mean, that's what I see you doing most is inshore.
1: Yeah, he mostly likes to do inshore fishing, I would say.
0: What do you like most about inshore fishing? Like. I would just is, say
1: the consistency. So, like, when we go out, we can catch 20 redfish. If you go offshore, I mean, you can have those states where you can get into some big fish. You can get numbers. But there's also those states where you... I mean, we go out and we don't catch fish and we don't mind. But it's harder when you're taking people out it's it's more spot based so it's like if you fish in this spot at this tide at this shot you'll get them where of course there's reefs and stuff like that offshore but you you still have no chance because other they're people
0: just are. less consistent there's more people yeah i i could see that i i do the tides tend to move a little more out there or they did a little I mean, less there's
1: really no tide tide effect out there my Gotcha. Opinion. I wouldn't say there's any big effects out there
0: that's probably why it's not as consistent then because if you Shoot. hit the spot as you said at a certain point a certain time with a certain bait you can be very successful Now, did you just figure like all the bait stuff out and the timing just trial and error or you just kept going back trial to the same spots
1: again I've been fishing that one fish, redfish spot I've taken me to my dad actually found that spot with his buddy literally before i was born like three years before i was born and we and he left it for a while never came back to it and then we started going fishing as soon as like i could barely even walk we just started we started fishing there and we've come back ever since because it just produces so well
0: that's yeah that's incredible that's managed to stay around for that long and Put out that much fish, and you know, obviously, I can't say where it is because you will literally hunt me down and kill me for that.
1: Brian doesn't realize that the gun underneath the table pointed right at him. <laughs>
0: He's making me do this podcast right now, guys. He has a gun to my head. <laughs>
1: but, you slip up and say one thing about the red fishing spot.
0: You're Jackson. I know you're not one of those guys who like blurs out the background on their Instagram posts with their fishing spot.
1: I'll take the right angle shots. That's my thing. So I think I can- that's a
0: lot more respectable. Just. The background's just white.
1: <laughs> I mean, I can see what they're coming from certain spots, like if you well, I mean, yeah,
0: sure. You said that you would. You know that spot's been around for so long. It only makes sense that you kind of keep it a secret because you want to keep going to it. You don't want to get overfished. It's kind of a tragedy of the commons kind of deal.
1: Yeah, usually in our one spot we have a mangrove background, so I can just take the picture right up against the mangroves, and then. I mean, I mean, if, it's if, Florida. Nobody's gonna know the difference. If a person figures it out, good for them. I guess I don't know if they're gonna be like guess i found jackson's secret spot but i mean i don't
0: know i remember that one snook spot we went to the first time i went out with you i mean that was oh yeah a cool spot yeah i I enjoyed that spot actually it was it was just the spot itself just gave off a cool vibe i mean we're also catching snook that was also kind of cool but you know
1: i'll give away that spot that's marker 16 yeah that spot (laughs) there you go everyone knows it's the ozona spot pretty much you literally will be fishing there and you won't catch a single thing most days.
0: You'll you'll see them down there. I can you, tell you that you much. Will see, you will see them down there.
1: You'll look down in the water and you'll see four... It's a channel, so if that gives you anything. You'll literally look down in the water and you'll see 40, 400... Like, millions of them, like, 40 inches. Like they're oh, yeah, everywhere. they're huge. They are huge. But and they're, they're just so chilling smart. there. Yeah. They're so, they just know, like, we're not going to eat that bait. We're not going to eat that... They can just tell. It's, I don't get it. Well, they,
0: it's it just kind of animal behavior at the end of the day they see that and they get conditioned to it you know i'd almost expect that to happen
1: exactly i mean
0: you can it's almost you train the animals did you ever see the stuff about um rat utopia no (laughs) so there's this scientist right and he decided that he would make a rat utopia their food it, it was like an enclosed like tower if you will this guy he just made it in his backyard i think he was somewhere over in europe when he did this but he put a population of rats in there and he had um all the food they'd ever need and all that it's interesting he slowly trained them by giving them everything they ever wanted that like the rats eventually got to the point where they'd stop socializing they'd stop um mating and all that and you kind of get like social outcasts even in the rat group it's interesting how you can train animals like that i mean That's really what he did. He didn't even really interfere with it at all. He just kept giving them food and all that. All their needs were taken care of. Almost like aquariums. They're
1: kind of funny (laughs) enough. (laughs) Yeah,
0: true. That's Uh very true. That sounds almost like your spot, too, at this, or the, was it Marker 16 spot? I mean, Uh where everybody's just giving them bait and the fish are like, oh, we don't really need that.
1: No, they got everything they want. They're too smart. They know not to eat our baits. It's like because they don't even read our hats they say release on them we'll we'll release you guys but
0: is that the stress they want to go through hypothetically if this fish was able to comprehend anything that we're even saying (laughs) at this table right now
1: I mean if you're listening to this right now marker 16 snook shout out to you guys please eat my baits we fished the blue pathfinder so just start eating those that would be pretty sweet (laughs) we'll release you we promise we we don't have he's a choice he's got a whole company based
0: time. off of it he has to i mean at that ship. point he'd be contradicting himself at, it's almost to the point where i should go out and make my own company called catch fishing gear
1: i've gotten that a lot oh have you? i have gotten that a lot from a lot of people saying they want to start their own company called catch and honestly i'm not putting them down because it's kind of cool there's like always those rivalry companies where they go like I'm trying to think of there's like those companies that contradict each other and then like somehow they both gain publicity. Publicity,
0: unaware. yeah. I mean I'm I'm trying to think of a situation. I'd I'd imagine, I mean I, I should kinda give some background here for people who don't know. I'd assume most of our listeners do know at this point, but Jackson runs his own company, release fishing apparel, he sells um U V shirts. He actually just started selling windbreakers. He wore one, actually, coming to this podcast, sit down and talk. And it it, it, it was pretty tough, man. I'm going to be honest. That was a pretty tough windbreaker. But he's also got, like, hats and all that performance gear. It, it's just it's an apparel company. And he does a good job with it. I mean, he sponsored my last episode. If you want to release that, just, you know, go go listen to the first. Like, what was it, 15 seconds of the last one?
1: Yeah, pretty much. I mean, yeah. It's been fun meeting new people. we got a lot of opportunities throughout it. Got a job out of it meeting some new people. It's been a lot of fun doing it, so.
0: That's, it. it's the experience you're really getting out of it. I know you, you told me recently that you just kinda got out of the debt hole and you're actually making profit now, which I think is incredible that you, in, you invested bit. that amount of money and you're actually getting something out of it now. You know, you have something to show for it, so that's kinda cool.
1: It's kinda like my passion project in a weird way, where like, I don't wanna say weirdly like a hobby, but not really. Where like, I don't really want to take the profits from it. I just want to keep investing, which honestly is what makes that business better if you just keep investing, investing. So I'm pretty much, we start, yeah, we're starting to make a little bit of profits now. So I'm going to take all that money and then just keep putting it back into it different ways. Either more advertisement, of course, new apparel and stuff like that.
0: Yeah, I can imagine. It's impressive that you've gotten it to the stage that's even at now. That's I'd say that's more than most people can do it. I mean... Starting it off, you're, nobody knows who you are, and you don't really have any brand recognition. I know in at least the local area, and some areas where people wear it, there's some brand recognition. But now, I mean, you're you're getting there, man. Like, I don't know. It's kind of interesting thing about how you pulled it off and how you got to where you are right now.
1: Yeah, funny enough, with the local people. We've gotten a lot of out-of-state ones and out-of-the-country ones, which is funny enough. You're
0: international now.
1: I It's pretty funny because I, I didn't even have an international thing on the website like as a shipping option. I just had in the U.S. I didn't have one for the international. And I got a message on Instagram saying, hey, man, how do I buy the product for Canada? It won't let me ship. I was like, I never even thought about Canada because like, they're not far. And then... Literally, the next week, I get one from another dude from Scotland, and I'm like... That, that's a stretch I, right like, there, yeah. I'm like, I don't even know if I want to pay the shipping for that one. That, that one
0: just sounds... Oh, dude, I know. Shipping is terrible. You use priority mail for something that's... The worst, I think, you can do with shipping is if you use UPS and you send a very small package. I mean, hell, one of the shirts I ordered two weeks ago came in earlier this week, and I was looking at the label from it, and I see it's UPS, one pound. I'm like, you no, know, send something through UPS for one pound that costs them at least twelve dollars.
1: It's an, they, they get me with shipping. I'll be honest. I don't I don't like overcharging with shipping. Like it, it's kind of a hassle when you like. I, at least I feel like when I at least I'm on like eBay and stuff like that. When you're looking at stuff, you see like, oh, it's only twenty dollars, and then the shipping's yeah. like forty, and then you're like, oh, well, that's how they get So me. do
0: you do free shipping or?
1: So what I do. So I, I haven't done free shipping yet, and I need to do a deal like that soon. But, I mean, if you live in Palm Harbor, like, the local area, I do discounts on shipping. But if you live outside of, like, my general driving area, then I do... Um, I The shipping's not that expensive for what it is. I actually kind of lose money, but not really. Like, I don't want to take money away from you guys what kind of me?
0: shipping method do you use i'm I use just curious
1: united states postal service
0: but what like subdivision like first class priority you know? i do
1: priority because i think any package in the state of florida you have to do priority now do that's you a new, that's a new rule for packages
0: i didn't know about that yeah so i so know my work i've been sending stuff out on my own with First class and it's ridiculously cheap. You won't go more above three, more or less above three dollars a I'm something to say like New York or something.
1: Yeah, we gotta get like, and of course it, I mean I love everyone. Of course nobody's gonna buy just a, like. Most of our sellers are hats, which is not awesome. I love it. Why and is that specifically? Is it just everyone apparently likes a hat? So a big thing is like the boxes for hats so like, i can, you can see have that different, yeah so uh, you
0: don't want to get the you know so,
1: so the envelopes like are perfect for like shirts but i don't yeah, want to put like somebody's hat in an envelope because you don't
0: want to mess up the top of the hat you know the actual exactly. cap part of so it you, you don't want to mess it like, up
1: perfect box that fits the hat in and then i have a separate box where if you buy a shirt and a hat and then i have one order where somebody bought like five hats and something like that and I was like trying to create this new box. And at that point, I wasn't caring what the shipping was. I was like five hats. <laughs>
0: you see the prices go wow I, I was just
1: like, all right, let's do it. <laughs>
0: Dude, I remember, it's crazy how much you've come. I remember we went to Target the one day when you were first starting this oh up. Gosh. And we had to look for the plastic bins to like put all your shit in.
1: Yeah. We had to buy like a couple more of those. We like, went to
0: like. Walmart and like two targets to find it like I mean, plastic those, bins you would have thought those plastic adventure?
1: bins are still with me today <laughs>
0: that hit that hit close to home I'm glad you've seen your plastic bins all the way through your business it's dedication truly in it's purest form
1: but yeah the, one, one of our Canadian per, people who I've sent a shirt to I'm partnered with him so there was this family that was um, going through some trouble of course didn't know if you're li- living under a rock Coronavirus happened. Did it? It did.
0: That's incredible. I, mean, I, mean, I almost talked about it for.
1: It's a newer thing. Like so I don't. Forty know.
0: minutes straight last week. And oh, yeah! I didn't listen to. The
1: I last had no week. idea. I'm just kidding.
0: Now. I appreciate you listening to it, Jack. That's that's good. But, but yeah, go uh, on with that.
1: Yeah, the corona. So basically, there's a lot of unemployment right now at the moment, and I got a message from the Canadian guy a while after he purchased. He's been very helpful, buying a ton of stuff. He was like, "Hey." There's this family, and I'm trying to support this kid. This His kid's, like, eight or nine. He's, like, mm-hmm. I'm trying to support this kid. He's really trying to get, like, started with this whole fishing thing, like, getting into it. But he, his dad doesn't have the money for it at the moment because he needs...
0: Hey, like, what do you mean by fishing thing? Like, just, like, starting to fish? Like, like just fish in general. And gotcha. then he also
1: wants to do, like, a little fishing thing on Instagram and stuff.
0: But, like like an account where he posts pictures on it. Yeah. You know? Okay, I gotcha. Yeah, because he's just trying to learn... You know, the ropes of fishing and all Yeah, like he was. A, that's respectful. I got
1: message from his dad. He's, like, watching, like, YouTube videos of fishermen all the time, like, super uh-huh. jealous. And it was pretty sweet. And then he was, like – and, like, usually, like, sometimes you get them from, like, scams or something like that. So I thought it was, like, scam. And then I was talking to the dude. He seemed super passionate about it. And they sent me a picture of his little boy. Like, I was, like – so basically what happened was the dude was, like, can you – can you just tell the kid what's it called that you're he's getting a free shirt and then free shirt and hat and then I'll pay for it I'm like dude you don't have to pay for it I'm like we'll cover it we'll help you out and he was like oh my gosh that's awesome so he's like gave me the account for the dude the dad and he was like messaging the dad and he was like sending me a picture like I did like a FaceTime thing and I was like alright dude pick out whatever you want and the kid was literally crying it was so sweet and the Canadian guy is sending him a couple lures and stuff, and we're partnering him up with, like, a rod and stuff. It's a pretty sweet gig. Kid's going to be set for fishing.
0: You know, he's got to get out there on that. It's very good that you did that. Um, you know, that's very good. It takes a lot. I, I guess you could consider yourself a philanthropist at that point. You did something. That's your moral licensing that, for that, a while. that's
1: my moral licensing for at least for a little bit. But I, I really. But you could start
0: have, doing the unethical stuff. You know, you, you, yeah, hi, no. you hire a few employees. You know, you kind of treat them like shit. You cut their wages. Exactly. You give them long hours, no overtime.
1: That, that's my next goal for the company. I'm thinking mm-hmm. like we do like. We start off with like a peak, then we start going downhill. Like we do something really bad. Then I put out, like, this apology video where it gets me, like, to kind of halfway, and then I do something else, and then I keep going down. and just keeps fluctuating up and down.
0: Eventually, where you get to the point where you go to Taiwan, and you set up a sweatshop, and that's where Release is based out of now. I mean... And the workers are paid terribly.
1: You're going to think it's funny, but literally, they praise fishing and other countries like way more than in the US it's scary. really like what what kind of countries um I would like I would say I don't know off the top of my head but I was talking to Jim Colville he's the owner of 13 fishing and he was telling me about literally he's like moving into that market he's like man I'm really like, super excited I'm like who fishes in like Japan and stuff like that it's like dude like if you literally have like three and because they praise the number three there I don't mm-hmm. really get it but it's just like, part of the culture, kind I of guess. It's part of the culture. I respect it. But he's like literally if you have the number three in their like thing, they literally praise it. Like it's weird. And he's like, We're starting we're they revamped their name for when they go to Japan. It's one three, 13, but it's just one three. So he everyone can see the three. So basically he's like we'll be like insane with sales in japan because a lot of companies do at least manufacture their products in japan and mm-hmm. other countries like shimano as many people believe they're made in the usa they are made in japan
0: oh you would know i mean you're the fishing guy you could probably pick up are you at the point where you can feel a rod and you can tell whether it's a good rod or not Or do you get like a certain feeling with certain rods and
1: i would say a...
0: like reels and all that
1: I'm saying pretty good about stuff like that. I mean, it depends... Like, again, I'm not going to be the guy you're going to come to for an offshore setup.
0: Yeah, um, but, like, inshore, hypothetically, if in you were to shore, just, like, feel somebody else's setup, you could tell if it was good or not. I
1: tell, like, if it's nice or not. I'm not going to tell the person. I'm not going to hold it and be like, dude, your rod sucks, <laughs> but <laughs> I'm... Gonna... Kill his
0: self-esteem in just one comment.
1: No, but I took out um, one of my buddies, and I'm not going to tell him the name, but he had a baitcaster, which... Most people, I don't know if you know what that is, but it's got a baitcaster rod. It's basically got like a little lip off the back end of it uh-huh. on a spinning reel, which, if you know what fishing, is you'll probably be like, "Oh my gosh!" But it's just, it's just. No, most, I don't fish. But so it's just obviously. the most absurd thing you could think. Of. It's like the worst thing. you Like can what know. to
0: where it's over engineered to the point where it just doesn't. It's not practical or.
1: I I don't know how I could describe it. It's like, if I were throwing let's just i'll do another fishing example see if i can pull this off if i were throwing a frog a frog a frog like a frog bait for like bass fishing
0: oh okay i was gonna say you just said a frog in in
1: the salt water (laughs) to catch a redfish
0: so it's just in the wrong situation it's
1: all well it's two separate ideas so there's like there's a spinning setup which is a spinning reel it's just Mm -hmm. not meant for it and it's got this huge thing off the back it's Okay, so let's just say you don't want to do that. It's the kind
0: of deal where you have like a rod that's rigged in like certain reels and all that with a certain rig for offshore, and that stays your offshore setup. And then you have a separate one for your inshore setup, you keep them separate, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of things that are like that. I do astrophotography, and you have to have different types of telescopes. I have different types of telescopes for different types of things. You know, I have a certain telescope I use for planetary photography if i want to get a picture of saturn i use a newtonian which is just a it's like a cylinder Mm -hmm. on three legs pretty much that's basically what every telescope is but this one's a fat cylinder oh wow or you'd use a refractor which is a tinier cylinder (laughs) it's a little more condensed i know this this is just the most elementary description of it possible but That one's also on three legs and that one makes the galaxies look really cool so it's it's just a matter of different setups
1: see now i can realize what everyone feels like when they hear my fishing story like how confused they are because i literally got zero (laughs) words out of what you just said everyone is probably it's a
0: different language it's interesting how that happened you know you get so invested in one thing you learn a different language doing it
1: pretty much if you guys are really inclined about what i was trying to explain look up spinning rod versus casting rod and you can just see the difference yeah
0: it's that's the kind of things you learn when you do it for long enough i mean i could sit here and talk about astrophotography and narrow band imaging or you know a hydrogen hydrogen alpha filter or oxygen three filter or you know i can just keep going as you're sitting there looking confused i could say oh well i use a sulfur for light pollution and you don't know what i'm talking about i just you know it's Really, when you get invested in the field like that, you just know it. And I think it's a really cool feeling to sit there and say, yeah, I know that.
1: Yeah, I'm the smartest guy in the room in just this category. (laughs) In this this specific category. category. (laughs) Everywhere else, I'm like, oh, yeah, 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 whatever you say. Yeah, yeah, scotch tape, that's the best tape. (laughs) <laughs> i don't know I mean, <laughs> we gotta think of scott's not, shape I'm on the I'm tape right no, now That's i'm not way.
0: a i'm not a tape guy <laughs> but I, I recommend
1: it i'm actually a water expert the Sani, are you now i mean all right well, if you water, were to go to flint go right michigan now, what's your water if you were going to drink one right now zephyr right? hills zephyr without oh, a doubt
0: is it just i don't know i can't do purified water it just tastes weird to me
1: a lot of people hate me saying this but i love the Sonny. I, don't, I know what, what like, is wrong with you are you a sociopath like the mineral, everyone's like it's mineral water but i'm like it adds flavor if anything dude
0: didn't dasani <laughs> literally get like sued because it was just filtered tap water and they were like they had the mountain on it and they were selling it as like the whole message was oh it's like spring water but it was just filtered
1: so like i don't even know if it's like filter it just in my opinion it doesn't it, let's see like i'm not like the type of guy who's gonna be like oh water yay I would rather have, like, something else.
0: I like water. I mean, mean,
1: water's not bad. It's not... All right. This is like Jackson going off on how much he doesn't like water. Jackson, Jackson.
0: I'll share this with you. I have had a very vast affinity for water ever since we were out in Yosemite Valley, hiking Half Dome. It's an 18-mile hike, and it's pretty gnarly. I mean, if you know me, you've seen some pictures of it and all that, and obviously... You, a lot of people, I'd imagine, know what Half Dome is because it's just kind of the flagship mascot for Yosemite. I mean, I don't, I don't really think the bear has any big influence in Yosemite. The one wildfire bear, what, mm-hmm. what's his name? I forgot it. Um, I, I sound. Smokey like, the bear, right? Dude, I sound like I'm stoned off my ass saying I can't remember who Smokey yeah. the bear. is. Oh. <laughs> but, <laughs> Smokey the bear. Smokey, I didn't even think about that. <laughs> <laughs> but, anyway, we, got, <laughs> we kinda derailed on that one. But yeah, we got to the top and we were six hours into the hike and my legs were killing me. We look like, at the timer, we were like, oh we've been going for six hours, we're halfway done, let's fucking go. And then we go all the way back. And or we're not not even all the way back. Like we we're probably three miles out of camp and we run out of water like completely out of water Damn. and we had to get some people to filter some water out you, of this river the for side.
1: us there was like a dasani thing where it's like it you located, drink, there's a 7-eleven there and no and brian's just driving right past it because he saw the dasani sign he was like i'm not going for that
0: dude they put a 7-eleven yosemite That's it's just completely illegal but they just do it anyways you walk in i
1: respect in. it dude 7-elevens
0: well it takes balls to do that i mean
1: have you ever had a 7-eleven dinner you just get
0: that i know i think that would be down bad if i ever did that
1: this the 7-eleven dinner i would say Thornton's dinner is the best or actually you know what my tier list for fast food if you're if you're in that predicament where you need fast food for dinner for some or not fast food, if you need gas station food for dinner i would say wawa Thornton's 7-eleven and honestly it's uh, not fair. a bad dinner if you're at the wawa or Thornton's level and then 7-eleven you're like Man, I could have gotten something else, but at least I only spent, like, $3 somehow on my meal. Not even.
0: Dude, ever since the Slurpee day, I just, the 7-Eleven where we got the free Slurpees, it just... Oh, I haven't been That was horrible. One. I have not gone since. Yeah, that was...
1: We didn't even hit as nice. Dude, I... Remember uh... when I wanted to get on, like, 70, like... Yeah, I'm you pe- wanted, I like, mapped to out, get 50-something Slurpees. And then when I heard they were canceled, I was so mad.
0: i I think we still got them for free didn't we
1: we still did at one but we could have done them all (laughs) (laughs) i would have died but riddle
0: me this batman what would we do with 50 slurpees
1: everything
0: you gotta be a little more specific there i don't know what everything is in the context of 50 slurpees
1: i'm not gonna answer that question Alright. that that makes me (laughs) that makes me very (laughs)
0: concerned now i don't like that um Jackson, what were you planning to do with those Slurpees? I'm sorry, I can't see past this. Why did you want 50 Slurpees? Like, that would be considered a copious amount.
1: Um, you know what would be kind of cool, though? Like, I just thought this might... Like, they're probably just going to say I, I had 50 Slurpees on Slurpee Day. That would be kind of, like, a flex. The
0: picture alone would be kind of worth it, I think. No,
1: I think it would be kind of worth it, in my opinion. But I would say maybe, like, a bathtub filled with Slurpees. <laughs> that would be kind of crazy.
0: Imagine you see that on your Instagram. Are you saying, like, just the Slurpee, all the, like cups and all that or you just dump them out in the bathtub dump them out in the bathtub that sounds absolutely foul so hear me out that's like jungle juice at that point hear
1: me out it's 50 slurpees times three because we had three people in the car so you're having 150 slurpee dude you will literally be swimming in pure syrup
0: that sounds horrendous (laughs) that's horrid dude i don't like the sound of that
1: for free free. i mean i'm just saying like free stuff (sighs) is nice
0: I said that to Evan last week. Free ice cream will always taste or always taste better than paid ice cream, so
1: You know what I just realized? What's that? So basically, I figured out their scam. So free Slurpee Day is supposed to I figured out free Slurpee Day. Hear me out. So let's just say, hypothetically, I was I was gonna do the thing. Where I'm gonna get fifty Slurpees in my area. We're completely off topic, but we're gonna finish this conversation. I'm gonna get fifty Slurpees in my area. I'm going to have to drive a lot. Yeah. Where am I going to get gas?
0: 7 Josh- it all goes <laughs> circle, dude. I'm okay, so- but you're missing the point here. Who the hell is going to drive the 57-Elevens in dude, one day besides you?
1: Even if, like, there's just people who are going to be like, oh, I'm going to drive to 10 just to say I got 10 Slurpees, or I'm going to drive for, like, three. That's still, like, they're somewhat of a distance away, where they might need gas. That's how they figure you out. Dude. 7-Eleven's winning the system.
0: Are you accusing them of sh- a conspiracy? I just get
1: shot through the window. <laughs> they it figured me shatters
0: your head, slams into the table. I'm
1: calling you out, 7-Eleven. I'm just saying. Come at me.
0: They're, they're a multi-million dollar oil company. I think they can Yeah, but I'm a really pull that
1: CEO.
0: Yeah, guys, he's built different.
1: He's built different, guys.
0: I mean, I, if I was on the Titanic, I simply would have swam home because I'm built different.
1: Dude, you can't? Can you not even swim? Yeah,
0: for real? Like.
1: I was just taking the boat home.
0: (laughs) (laughs) As we make light on this absolute tragedy years ago.
1: Speaking of tragedy.
0: How did we go from talking about your company in fishing to the titanic sinking that quickly that's, that's
1: why you don't invite jackson on the Titanic. that's kind we of impressive real, though we like, get really off topic pretty quick that was
0: actually that stream of conversation was extremely impressive the fact of how quickly we got off topic in that that amount of time that was impressive
1: i say just hit us with the next topic and we don't even worry about it anymore Seven <laughs> I <mean>, Eleven days over <laughs> i'm
0: not even kidding dude ever since Seven Eleven day I have not had the urge to have a single Slurpee since because I got I had a third of the way into it and I felt like I was going to hurl because it's just straight sugar.
1: That's true. It's a, the what?
0: worst thing you can put in your body aside from like We're striking meth.
1: back. 7-Eleven, we're not going to you anymore.
0: You gave us a free Slurpee so therefore we're not <laughs> going <to> your gas station <laughs> anymore. Fuck you guys.
1: I'm supporting Thornton and Wawa. You know, they even go to Shell. Or oh, uh, that hurt. I'll even go to Shell, or you know what, the Circle K. <laughs>
0: Strange things are afoot at the Circle K.
1: Bill and Ted reference. If you guys didn't know, great movie. <laughs> you need to watch it if you haven't already.
0: Yeah, I never finished the new one with you. You were gonna, you were playing that last week, and we never finished it. Would you say it's good?
1: I would say my tier list. I would give Bill and Ted. That's probably probably my favorite movie. Yo, know, ambulance going by.
0: It yeah, happens. It's Evan.
1: All right. Oh yeah, what's up, Evan All right, but I would give my tier list for the Bill and Ted movies. First ones like my favorite movie ever made. I would go ten out of ten. That's a great movie.
0: It was a pretty good movie. I, I enjoyed it. That's, that's why I really was, enjoyed
1: probably it. Probably my favorite movie. Always watched it growing up as a kid. I loved like the jokes and stuff like that. Then I would say that second movie, which most people don't actually know about, it's Bogus Journey. That one's probably it was such a disappointment for me because like I loved the first one so much like, like Crush so Your Dreams or something pretty much I was like had high expectations I was like oh my gosh they made a sequel to this movie it's gonna be great blah 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 they're never good it was just a bad sequel it I mean, was there, a, there
0: are some examples of sequels that are good it, though
1: it was just a bad sequel sequel in my opinion but I would say I would give honestly for how bad it is it's not horrible it's just disappointing I would give it 10 out of 5 10 out of 6 somewhere in that range it's not horrible but it's not like it's just disappointing
0: You think you could do it better if you were in charge, you were directing it?
1: I I think I'm just built different. You
0: you don't need to go to film school or anything. You can just do it, Jackson. It's not that hard. You're the release CEO. You're capable of a lot of things. I mean, what do you think release movie productions, LLC?
1: I like it. That's who's going to be directing the third movie, which has already come out.
0: Um, <laughs> okay, so you go back in time, you make release back then, and then you go do it.
1: I mean, Bill and Ted is about time travel. I'm just saying, I can I'm. I'm thinking, of, I already made the new movie. That's just my attempt <laughs> at the new movie is probably the best they could have done, in my opinion, which I was pretty proud of. They did a good job. The only thing I was disappointed about was Keanu Reeves. Like, I still look at him and I just see John Wick on the screen of Bill and Ted, Her
0: Matrix. The Matrix changed. Dude, he's
1: such a serious actor now. Where it's kind of like if you told him to be a dumb surfer, like pretty much, pretty much they're trying to be two stoners, like just hanging out, but like
0: Spicoli from Fast Times.
1: Dude, they're pretty much. They were at one much point. Both of them, and then they grew. I don't know. Just don't like it.
0: It happens. I mean, yeah, I'm telling you, release movie fishing apparel release productions movie. LLC. You just you know. Expand your product line out. You just become everything. You you hold a monopoly on every single market.
1: I'm like the Yamaha, but like bigger. Like you know, Yamaha <laughs> doesn't just do boats. They do. The they, do guitars, they do guitars, man. Do I have everything. a Yamaha. Do they do everything? It's insane. I never knew it. Like at first, I was like, "Oh, they're just motors," and then I was like, "Yo, they're on a piano." Yeah. You know, I,
0: yeah, on, like, I, I own a acoustic guitar made by Yamaha, and it's, it's pretty good for its price, I, I will say that much.
1: I hate to call them out, but is Yamaha a Monopoly? I'm just kidding. No, if we're going to talk
0: about Monopolies, that would be Disney. They have the entertainment they industry They make a by Monopoly D- Disney board? That was just, that, that <laughs> had to have been the stupidest thing I've heard all day, I mean, do you have anything else that's stupid you could say that could top that off the top of your head?
1: That's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I uh, will give you that. i was that was impressive. How stupid that statement was.
1: <laughs> you know what? I got something, but it goes with the next topic. which is like, pretty good.
0: All right. well, I, I do kind of want to get back on track here. You're right. we we
1: we went off topic.
0: We talked at least we got on the monopolies. It's a little better than getting fifty Slurpees in the Titanic. So I don't even want to think about writing the description for this week's episode. In this episode, Jackson and I talk about fifty
1: Slurpees, Monopoly, fishing, release, the Titanic.
0: Oh, by the way, he also um he's also a CEO of his own company, but we don't really get into that topic.
1: Not as much as the Titanic. All right.
0: But yeah, I think you have some good potential release. You really do. I mean, I hope so. That's good that you were able to do like such a good deed so early on i'd just i'd say your company is pretty justified just by doing that i mean it's some good moral licensing i mean do you do any more moral licensing
1: well i'm christian like not like super but i'm like believe in the beliefs i do do good deeds i'm not going to be like about every situation i don't judge people well i guess you're not supposed to judge people as a christian but it's not but i don't like oh you're doing that that's a sin and then i just like do the cross thing and just run away from them I kind of just don't do it and just hang out. I don't, I'm not, like, super, like,
0: tight. Like, I'm not going
1: to be like, guys, we should all run. read the Bible tonight. Right now. Memorizing. You're not fundamental is what I'm you're saying. I'm not fundamental, yeah. but it's part of my beliefs, and it's just something to go off of. Like, I've done mission trips in the past with the church and stuff like that where we go to Belize, Immokalee, and we've just gone down there and just rebuilt, like, Usually Immokalee is kind of smaller things, like we've done roofs and stuff like now,
0: that. This is probably going to be the most American thing I say all day, but I don't even know where those countries are.
1: So Immokalee's in Florida. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. But Immokalee's right underneath Naples, if that's anything. Like it's in, it's not There's a far.
0: Naples in Italy in my defense. <laughs> I do you know that?
1: I guess that's fair enough. It's about two hours from Tampa. So it's not too far south, right? But it's it's in, I don't know how to say it. Can I say this right? It's not a. It's like a very immigrant area, where there's a lot of. There's a. I don't know if I could say that right. Well, that's a big thing. Um, They do advertise, right? I don't know.
0: I I don't know. I haven't been to Naples, so. So, Well, it's not Naples.
1: It's not Naples. It's the Mockley and So basically. I've never even heard of it. Their big thing is their tomatoes. That's pretty much where most. If it's not from Mexico, it's from a mockley. They pretty much grow. Oh really? And they harvest tomatoes and stuff like that.
0: So why were you building roofs down there? So
1: basically, a lot of people can't... So it's based... On how, many, how many tomatoes you get is how much you can do. There's a lot of community down there who are, like, in wheelchairs and stuff like that uh-huh. and physically can't go out and do that. And there's a... It's pretty much like a ton of mobile homes and stuff like that. And there's a ton of houses just falling apart. So what That's we do is, good
0: that you went down there and helped them with that.
1: Yeah, so we go down there and just help... Like, we've done just roof building like just replacing their entire roof and doing it by ourselves i mean it's not like it's not like we're a prefer- professional crew who's coming up yeah. doing roof. it's a bunch of high schoolers and to be honest I don't i'm don't. sure
0: you guys have a fun time with it too because you know roofing isn't the most fun thing it's not in the, world. the most
1: fun thing but we make it fun it's it's not all right i don't want to say this right it's we do do good for them they do enjoy it but it's almost good morals for us yeah, like in a weird way where it's like, oh, I feel like I did a good deed this summer in a weird way. And it, but it's a good feeling. Yeah. But it's also fun just that because at night we all hang out and just mess around and stuff like that.
0: Does anything yeah. funny happen to you on these trips you do?
1: So we have this one trip in our church called Rock the Universe, which is a super fun trip.
0: Why do they call it Rock the Universe? Like... Well,
1: basically what we do is we go to Universal for... It's oh, that's like a the universe part taken care of? Uni- universe, yep, that, that's your universe part. So we go to Universal and I have a bunch of those kind of parks, and we s- stay three days. The first two days are, like, Universal, and then the next one we sleep in Income Hall, pretty much. And it, the parks are open from, we usually get, like, the first night, we usually get there. And you can stay till like, two in the morning.
0: Alright, alright.
1: So, like, a lot later than usual, there's concerts and stuff like that playing, hence The Rock. Yep. There we go. It Rock, all it's all okay. come together. It's it makes sense okay. now. It's just a bunch of colours. It's almost
0: like somebody sat down, like thought of that name and like actually thought it out.
1: But like a cool part about it is like usually you're just waiting in line for things. Yeah. But usually the lines are shorter because there's people who actually do like to listen to the concerts who go that's why Do you are. ever
0: get any big names to play there? Like bands? There's some bigger
1: it? names that play there. Um, I would say Skillet is probably the biggest, but that's just an... I've never know, heard of them. Nobody really... In my opinion, I don't go for the music. Like, it's cool to listen to the music while you're waiting in line. Because, yeah, like you true. Can, there's, like, a stage behind every... Or in front of every ride. Seriously. So, like pretty much just a band performing and like you can hear someone just performing and they every band that goes has been good i just never heard of them
0: so you're telling me like i could be going on like do they have roller coasters in universal i've actually never been so oh
1: yeah they got a lot so like there's the one called the rip Ryan rocket which we're coming with another story later but that's basically like they're a bigger one and then they have a huge stage right next to it right in front of it like so you pretty much hear the concert going on so, while you're waiting in line so it gives you something more to do while you're in line
0: so you can zone out even more than before
1: <laughs> pretty much brian that <laughs> sounds like
0: a cool experience though where you're like on the you know coaster and what's the one in bush gardens where it like holds you like it's very it similar to yeah where you like you go over the curve and it holds you there i can't think of the name for it for the life of me but dude which makes you think of something. <laughs> so I was there um, for Hollow Scream last year and we went on that one and we're sitting kind of towards the front. Like we were, we were in the front and you know, we go up the roller coaster and you get to the top and it holds you over the edge, you're just dangling there. And some cool. guy two rows back to the left He's, he looks like he was in his mid-40s. He just screams out, man, I hate this shit. <laughs> and then it just tr- drops us. I could not oh. stop laughing. It was so funny in the moment. He's, you know, in that situation, everyone's kind of nervous. And, you know, that's a comic relief we needed there. But That was just absolutely hilarious to me.
1: Speaking of comic relief, that's where the comic relief comes in with this story. Oh, so, boy. So we have this one person named, I'll say, I'll t- I'll say his name. He's not going to care. Jimmy who had a very rough day at Universal so basically that night so like there's always that first night which everyone uh-huh. goes to and we all get there it's mostly just you do some of the rides but you know you can come back the next day and do them all so you're yeah. kind of just hanging out with your friends mostly catching up and we were just hanging out and then that night when we came back Jimmy had to sleep on an air mattress because he wanted a, he wanted his own bed I don't know why he just he brought an air mattress so it was cool So Mm. we deflated his air mattress in the middle of the night and he did not wake up. So he wakes up the next morning on the floor. Just
0: dude, you probably killed his his... back overnight. I feel sorry for the kid.
1: And that's just the first thing that happened to Jimmy. Oh my God. We're not even at the universal part. But then after that, I was with you know, Justin a Yeah. So we have breakfast, but I don't eat that big of a breakfast at all. Even sometimes. So we're kind of hanging out and there's this playground by the hotel. We're like, oh, whatever. We'll just hang out on the play- playground. And then Jim, we're like hanging out, and there's these tire things, which are kind of like steps, but they also looked like you could like slide down through the middle. I'm like, Jimmy, try sliding down through the middle of those tires. <laughs> he's like, It
0: sounds so incredibly stupid. And,
1: like, and he's like, Oh, I don't know. I'm like, Jimmy, just do it. Out. Like, we were very forceful. The peer pressure. We were very <laughs> forceful. So Jimmy decided, he's like, All right. So he just started like slipping down, and then like, he just he kept going down and got like stuck in between the tires and he's got like i could
0: have seen that coming a mile away
1: oh oh, it was great and then we're and then like jimmy's like we're i'm stuck i'm stuck and we're like oh ha 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 jimmy just push yourself out and we're like he's like no i'm literally stuck i can't get out and i'm like all right jimmy it's whatever Was, you say like, that
0: when you're not the one stuck in there.
1: I know. So I was like, all right, Justin, come on. Let's help him out. So it's just me and Justin, like, both on an arm trying to pull him out. And we could not pull him out. I'm not kidding. You. We were pulling as hard as we could. And we, he could not come out of there. So we were trying for, like, a good, like, ten minutes. Like, this is going on for a while. And then this dude walks by, like, just doing his jog, you know, healthy people.
0: Normal normal. And this Tuesday dude
1: ripped and tall. Like, he was big. And he, was just, he, he looked like freaking Rock Johnson coming out. He was like, boom. And he was like, you guys need a hand? And then Jimmy's in there. And he, like, reaches down, grabs Jimmy by the head, and just yanks him out. Like, he was just out of there.
0: You think he works out?
1: No. He, oh, do, he does that every day. He lifts yeah, kids out of the tire thing every day.
0: Rescuing kids is his hobby. Yeah, you
1: know, we thought we were going to have the fire department calling us, And then...
0: Oh, there's more. Oh, my God. This is
1: the big one. So those were like the little, like, those were just to give you some context about Jimmy, like that morning. This is the big one. So basically, you, there's two parks we were allowed to go to, Islands of Adventure and Universal. So we always start the morning off at Islands of Adventure because it always opens up a, a lot earlier than Universal but doesn't stay open as late. Yeah. And there's no concerts at Islands of Adventure. They're only at Universal. So we were like, and the concerts are only at night. So we were like, all right, we'll do some rides at Islands of Adventure. We're doing all these rides and stuff. And like Jimmy wanted to do this one ride. And it was I think it's called like Kong or whatever. And he was like, "Oh, I want to do this ride." And like not really that many people wanted to. So like he and like three other people went over and did that ride and we separated and we went to Universal. Now, the number one rule, there is two rules in the night. One, you should always stay with someone. That's just kind of, like, basic. So yeah, like that's in you you system. And universal. And two, you had to be at the candle lighting service at 11, where it's pretty much, like, everyone's got a candle, and they just sing, like, one song, everyone together, at, like, this time, and it's got, like, the entire park. Mm-hmm. Which, it's pretty cool to watch. And it's just like a million candles like all throughout the entire park and we all meet in this area so every, everyone knew that from the start so that group of four went over and this is just what i've heard based off people but it's a true it's a true story i'm believing because they all it all winds up basically jimmy and three others do the wait through the kong line and then as soon as the ride gets over jimmy has to go to the bathroom
0: oh this is where it gets good <laughs>
1: So the so Jimmy doesn't tell the group of three that he's going to the bathroom, and Jimmy he decides just goes. he goes. So he, they're an of adventure. Keep that in mind. He goes to the other side of the park. Why? And to go to, I, he could not find one apparently in the other one. So he's on. So he did not tell the group and went to the bathroom on the other side of the park. That group of three right now is trying to figure out where is Jimmy, and then they just think like, you know what,
0: Jimmy is gone
1: you know what jimmy's probably with an adult we probably ran off to meet with the other group or something we're fine anyways we're in the universal park and it's like let's just say eight for context and we're just hanging out doing some rides it gets to about like 10 and then we meet up with the other group and they're like oh yo what's up and they're like oh yo where's jimmy he's like oh he went off with another group they told us we're like all right cool just did some more rides So now we have the whole group with us, and then there's, like, another, there's, like, different groups. So basically
0: everyone minus Jimmy?
1: Now, Jimmy said he was on his own just trying to find people, and then eventually he was just like, all right, I'll start doing rides on my own or whatever. (laughs) What a guy. So he decided to go on a couple of rides on his own. So at 11 o'clock was the camp line. So everyone's meeting at 11 o'clock here. If Jimmy was lost, he knows where to find us. It's right in front of the Jimmy Fallon ride perfect spot he can hop right there we're all there with candles i mean so we get all get there at 11 and we're just doing the candlelight service and like none of us really thought about it and then we were all like where's jimmy where's jimmy and that was a great quote for the rest of them every universal trip we've done since <laughs> has been where is jimmy
0: did you ever find him
1: no jimmy's still lost to this day <laughs> Jimmy, if you listen to this, we are still looking for you, and your family loves and supports... I'm just kidding. Legend
0: says you can still hear him looking for the bathroom at Universal if you listen really closely.
1: <laughs> so basically, I'll explain our part of the story, and then I'll line it up with Jimmy. So we were basically like, alright, so the caniling service just ended, and we're like, we need to go back to the buses, because it ends at 12, park closes at 12. We're like, alright, we need to go back to the buses, because we... Did somewhere off campus? Yeah. So we get pick up Jimmy, or we don't pick up Jimmy. Sorry, I don't know what I said. We get all the kids and we're on our way to the buses, and then like they know Jimmy's gone. So we're like, it'd be stupid for us to all separate throughout the park. Yeah, because then, look
0: for him. Is it's already you said almost midnight at this point. It wouldn't make much sense to get everybody else split up. You're not gonna get out of there in time.
1: Exactly, and you know the logical thing is Jimmy has a smartphone. So we're like, you know what? Let's just call Jimmy.
0: How long did it take you guys to realize this?
1: What do you mean? like That he, that he had
0: a smartphone, you could have just called him? Oh, not long. Okay, like, I was going to say. So
1: we were calling him, calling him, and he did not pick up. We texted him, everything. Everyone was calling him. Like, his phone must have been Dead, yeah. <laughs> like, with text messages. And we're like, all right, we cannot find him. So, like, one of our guides, we had, like, five guys. So we were like, all right, one of them was, like, taking all the kids back to the bus. And they did not start the buses. So we're sitting in a hot bus. For three hours.
0: Are you serious?
1: We were like, "Where is this kid? Jimmy could be dead at this point. Jimmy could have been taken by another person and just halfway uh, to Mexico. Halfway to Mexico, and then all of a sudden, we just see our, one of our youth leaders walking with Jimmy, and we all wanted to kill him so bad because imagine just sitting in a hot that bus. Point, what is that point was that it's middle, almost like it's 2, the middle three a.m. Like it's like this weather, sitting in a hot bus. And we were just, he had to ride with the youth leader back to the hotel.
0: Oh, that's not good.
1: We, we were that, we were that pissed. So you know what? We were like, all right. So we sat down and we we're like, Jimmy, because we only had like our group of like our friend group in our thing. So we were like, all right, Jimmy, tell us how, what happened to you. So this is Jimmy's side of the story. Now, Jimmy was like, all right, I'll start doing some rides and stuff like that. And Jimmy knew he had to be at the candlelight service at 11. He even said that. He's like, I knew I had to be there. So he decided to go on the rip-riding rocket at 1045.
0: That is ballsy. That is extremely ballsy.
1: Where the candlelight service was located was right in front of the rip-riding rocket. So in his head, he thought he was doing the right thing by going on the rip-riding rocket and just going right there. But then again, like, no ride ever takes, like, two minutes to, like, get on and off. But whatever. I'm
0: guessing there wasn't much of a line, though.
1: Um, There's still some lines, but, like, especially, like, that ride. That mm-hmm. one's, like, the big one for Universal. So, like, everyone's going to try to do that one. That one had, like, gotcha. Someone had, like, a two-hour long wait at the time, he said. So that was pretty insane. But Jimmy was wanting to do it. So he was, like, all right. Did
0: he wait the full two-hour wait?
1: It's part of the story. So, basically, Jimmy was like this. All right. So the cannelly so can- service started going on, and they shut down the ride for the cannelly service. So they there, no more people were accepted. And he was like, he's based off what he said, he was like, I was about, it looked like in, like I was an hour in and an hour away from starting. So he was like, all right. He's like, I'm going to wait, even though he knew he would to be there because we were all leaving right after. He waited. And, we're, and basically he was like, and then they start the ride up again, and he waits through the app. It ended up being two hours long. And he just kept going through. And then when he got off the ride, you know, you gotta go get to your locker to find your phone and other stuff. Stuff. Or, uh, yeah, stuff. But, like, you want to get your valuables and stuff. Now, Jimmy, stuff. being the smart kid he is, forgot what locker number he was. Oh. <laughs> so now, Jimmy had to wait till the end of the Everyone had left the ride gone off and then he can open up every single locker and he his locker was the last locker they opened
0: so just by luck of the draw his happened just, just so happened to be the absolute last possible locker
1: yes so uh, keep in mind and then keep in mind Jimmy didn't even look at his phone because his phone was dead <laughs>
0: thank you for screaming my ear with that one
1: Oh no! This, it was a pretty exciting night, and then so Jimmy. Keep in mind, it's like two, two o'clock right now, and you know Jimmy. The entire park was closed at this time. It's they it closes at one. He gets out at like three, so it's been closed for two hours. A security guard finds them and just takes it to the front and gives him to our youth pastor. And I mean that's kind of where the story meets up. Where like we're all like Jimmy, like, and we will never let Jimmy live that down. At, At least he got
0: on the ride, though. I respect that. The man knows how to finish what he started. I mean... I, I respect that a lot, actually. That I mean... That takes stones to do that.
1: It really does. I mean, Jimmy still has a good story, but I also have one under my books. That one's... Rock the Universe is a good trip for stories. No, that, like,
0: that was just... That was kind of stupidity of somebody else. What about you, Jackson?
1: Well, yeah, mine's stupidity of myself. Um, so, basically rock the universe we decided to stay at a hotel this year uh huh and we were staying at the holiday inn and I've had a couple stories from the holiday inn and me and the holiday inn one was we were in the elevator and this family walks in and there's like four teenagers one including me and then we're just hanging out and then this family walks in and we're on like the top floor so it's just six people in the elevator and I put my arm against all? like what brings you to the holiday inn and and I that's I the most. Not.
0: That's the most Jackson thing you possibly could have said right there. Like that is exactly your character.
1: And I kid you not, they looked at me with the most glaring look ever. They they, they did not know what to say back, and they just looked. I don't even know. They were just.
0: Why is this kid talking to me right now?
1: And it was a long ten floors <laughs> going down, just <gasps> of them. It I was just conv- imagine that <laughs> complete silence and. My friend, three friends, were trying their hardest not to laugh. They were containing themselves <laughs> so well. And we finally get down there, and the family just runs out. Like, the two couple just You run scared out. them off, Jackson. And the, So that was probably one. And then my other one also happened in an elevator. Oh, boy. So, like, you know us, the smart teenagers we are. We're like, oh, we really want to get to the park because, you know, universal. And then we're like, all right, everyone hop in. So we got like 10 kids in the elevator, which is a lot for an elevator. Yeah. So we were like, all right, whatever. It's fine. So somebody was like, oh my gosh, Jackson, jump. And I was like, okay. (laughs) I (laughs) jump. We fall a floor down. We we're just, uh, you hear the sound effects. We have actual sound effects in the studio. I hit the floor. We hit the floor. Damn. That was pretty deep.
0: That that was pretty deep. I could see that in a teenage girl's bio.
1: And then everybody just looks at me. Like Jackson just literally like got us (laughs) trapped in an elevator on our way to Universal. And I'm like, all right. I'm like, and everyone's like panicking. Like you got, there's like, so we have 10 people in there. Like three of them are just dudes like, dude, Jackson, what the heck? And then all the rest of them are girls. And they were literally trying to be like, One of them was like having a panic attack in the
0: corner. Dude, yeah, getting trapped in an elevator is scary as hell. So many people.
1: I guess, but like, uh, but I don't know. Are you going to tell me you're built different, Jackson? I'm built different. I don't get scared. I knew I had to survive. And then basically two of the other girls were like super, like super, like everyone's screaming like, Jackson, what the heck? I'm like, all right, whatever. And then I'm like, all right, guys, we can fix this. It's super simple. We'll just call the people because, you know, they got a phone in the elevator I'll call him literally pick up the phone the wires cut off <laughs> like this was a setup I'm just kidding <laughs> <laughs>
0: the death of Jackson it was all staged to kill you
1: pretty much and I just and literally the wire was cut I was like well that sucks because now you can't call the front desk and then we're like alright you know what They got an alarm button we'll just push the alarm button so that, go that
0: or you start banging on the doors
1: well the alarm button didn't work so, keep in mind... So, I mean, wait, like, hold on.
0: The phone didn't work. The alarm button didn't work. Let's
1: just say, I'm calling you out all day in. You need to work on your safety system. <laughs> but basically, yeah, nothing worked in this. This is the second
0: system. multi-million, even billion dollar company that Jackson's going to get sued by after this podcast.
1: So, we're sitting in the elevator, and we're like, alright, well now we gotta, like, get out of here. So, we're all banging on the elevator. We're like, goodbye, And... Nobody was coming. And we we're like, well, I mean if we're all gonna die, I mean it's not a worse way to go out. I
0: mean dying and suffocating in an elevator or starving yeah, that's a pretty shitty way to go, dude, I'll be honest. I don't know. Well I knew
1: I was gonna be fine and built different.
0: <laughs> I simply would have opened the doors.
1: <laughs> but I didn't. I was gonna let everyone else deal with the problem. And yeah. anyways, then eventually like somebody came and just like opened the elevator. They just happened to open it, or it was just well. They didn't open it like normal. They had like pry it open, and like a fireman come up and just pull us out (laughs) one by one. And then like I would volunteer to be the last one out of the elevator, just in case if it ended up falling anymore. That was pretty scary. Actually, I think that was pretty stupid of me. Now that I think about it. It's okay, Jackson. We've all fell a floor in the elevator, and yeah, I mean we could have died. Did you face
0: any repercussions for that at all?
1: I mean, I was definitely... I mean, a lot of the people did not like that I did that. (laughs) They were pretty pissed off at me, but...
0: Like, what about, like, were those chaperones up here? Yeah.
1: I mean, they... If I were to say they wouldn't have expected anything less, that would be definitely the number one... (laughs) They would have known it was They were disappointed in me. But somehow, I also had the blame turned off on me in a weird way. Like, she was like, why'd you guys have so many people in the elevator? I'm like... Yeah, let's go with that idea.
0: Why do we have so many people <laughs> It without... wasn't me, guys. I promise. We had too many people. You, you weren't jump. social distancing. Why would
1: I jump? I don't jump. I don't jump in elevators.
0: No, but you're built different, so... I,
1: I am built different. That's just my thing, you know?
0: So that's just, like, some generally funny stuff that's happened with you. What about, like, scary stuff? Because, like, that, that's more funny looking back on it, but I can imagine the moment that was kind of scary. What do you mean? You know, just, like, scary experiences you've had.
1: Cool. I don't know if I've had any scary experiences. Um, Yeah, I don't know if I've had any seri- scary experiences at church.
0: I mean, okay. I mean, you don't need to go down that path then, Jackson, if you don't want to. I mean, I guess you could chalk it up to getting stuck in an elevator is your scariest one. Yeah, that
1: was pretty scary, I'll be honest. I mean, I love my church. They're so It's so great. There's just a lot of people to connect with. I mean, I'm not trying to be like, Everyone on this podcast today, I just want you to all join my church, but if you just get involved in, like, like I'm involved in a small group, I'm pretty involved in my church, I go church three times a week, which is a lot, but that's not... Three much. times a week, that's... Yeah. I
0: thought people just went on Sunday.
1: So, well, yeah, I go on Sunday, and then I also go to youth group on Wednesday. And oh, then, okay, I, I see now. Yeah. And then I also, we have a small group, which is just like five people, which is not really church, it's kind of just like hanging with the boys. It's kind of like just catching up on how everyone's week's been. Almost like just a group of people that are there for you. That's why I really do like my churches. They've been with me. I remember sixth grade. I don't know. I was kind of like, I'm kind of like weird and outgoing now, but like.
0: I can tell you talk very loud on the podcast. Yeah, I'm
1: like a loud person. I feel like it's kind of happened because of that. I don't know. It's just been like, the church was always a way for me to open myself up. Like the first time we had it was like. Basically, sixth graders move up. There's, like, three stage, or there's two stage, or three, I guess. There's fourth and fifth graders, which is what I was before, which is stupid, and we really mm-hmm. do no point. But um, then you have made, and then you have thrive, which is for high schoolers. And I was, like, a middle yeah. I was like, yeah, I'm cool. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? I'll, I'll give it a shot. Why not? Sixth grade me. And what I mean by I was going to give it a shot, my mom made me go. But... <laughs> So did a lot of my friends' moms. Justin Loblly went to that. If that's any consolation for you, he'll be on the podcast probably sometime. But he was a, it was a, a great experience. Like the summer theme was like wiped out, where they pretty much had like wasn't
0: that like the show on TV?
1: Kind of like the show on TV. Yeah. Where we did a bunch of like
0: their whole thing was like the big red ball that like people would exactly. like parkour over. Yeah. We
1: did not have the big red balls. We don't have the budget for that at our church. I'll be honest. But we don't have the budget to have those giant, giant doors. single-handedly
0: <laughs> finances the whole wipeout series. We are
1: we are wipeout, <laughs> but we had like so basically you could be in four teams where like we all got tie eyed shirts at the beginning where it's like I was blue team best team just saying. You and got I, a plug. And I was like, and the, we had this one intern who ran the whole thing. And it was awesome. And basically it was like a bunch, like it was the stupidest challenges, but it was so much fun. Like, I mean, this is probably, I guess the scariest, but it's not that scary. So, we had this one challenge, which is so stupid, but it was fun. Where you, take a cricket, and you have to see how far you can spit it. Don't, don't think about it
0: that much. I'm just trying to sit here and fathom the notion of,
1: I just, I just want to hear what our intern was thinking. He was like, all right, guys. You, you were going to
0: spit out a cricket.
1: So we got some different events. Like, we're got like we going to throw a watermelon in the middle of the thing and have, like, f- each team send somebody out to fight fight for the watermelon <laughs> and bring it back to their side. We could have you crickets. Fist fighting and everyone's kid. like, no, that actually wasn't an event, and that was so much fun. But we had crickets, and that was probably the event that got me out of my shell. So there's one intern, like, he. our intern had, like, his friends come and just run each team. So, like, it was him, our youth lead, our youth pass, we ran it. And then there was four other interns, like, kind of part interns. They didn't, weren't paid, they were just hanging out. And there was this one dude on the yellow team who was just always messed with me. It was pretty funny. So, like, he basically was, like, basically the rule goes, if you can spit it as far as you can, whoever spits it the furthest wins. But if somebody on your team eats it, like a live cricket, your team automatically wins.
0: So I'm and guessing somebody ate did Jackson, did you eat the cricket?
1: I, let's just say Jackson, I ate did you eat the <laughs> Let's just say I ate a cricket at my church. And <laughs> let's just
0: say your team won.
1: Let's just say our team won that competition. The yellow team captain came over and was like he was threatening me. And I was holding the cricket and that was probably the time I came out of my shell and I was like... He looked him in the eyes and
0: bite its head off?
1: I, I... No, I didn't even bite his head off. I swallowed that thing whole. I looked him in the eyes. They were big crickets too. I looked him in the eyes and I was like... And I just... Gone. It, gone. And he looked at me with the scuff. Like he... He lost to a child. And my <laughs> youth pastor just threw up. I'm not even kidding. Are you serious? why do you make you do the challenge then why do you make that a role if you
0: didn't expect somebody to do it
1: do you really expect any like middle schoolers to you do live cricket I mean I guess I mean, they weren't expecting me to come out of my show yeah again. that's
0: true after that Jackson I mean I, if that's your definitive moment I feel like every pretty much every event you've had after that they can make a full-length feature movie about you like you're played by Tom Hanks
1: I would like that Tom Hanks I mean, like, the you know, amount of,
0: like, funny stuff that happens to you, I could just see it, like, very, very easily.
1: From fire extinguishers to... We got a couple stuff.
0: Don't, don't even get me started on the fire That was stupid. That was something stupid I was part of, too.
1: Fire extinguishers? <laughs> what else have I done? Jackson,
0: I'm going to blow this fire extinguisher on you at the causeway. It'll be really funny. And then the wind picked up, and we both inhaled, like, the whole damn thing. I, I don't even want to think about that. I don't
1: know if we can say that on a. podcast. We got high off of it. Fire I wouldn't say high. We <laughs> we just died. It was we had pre-COVID.
0: kind of yeah, <laughs> it was pre-COVID. Like I had some lingering. This is like last November. I had like a lingering cough, like the entire week before that. Like we went on a cruise and all that, and I still had the cough the entire time, and it sucked. I don't know why. It was a lingering cough, and that very night, that cough pretty much went away. I think that entire day I coughed twice, until the fire extinguisher yeah let just say it came back very quickly after that and my saliva was white
1: let me just say this i was coughing up white smoke for like a week and that's not like an exaggeration i was literally coughing like i thought it was gonna die eventually at one point i was like this is not healthy
0: i think the pivotal moment of that whole situation too is we're like oh we didn't have that much fire extinguisher and we look at the gauge on it and it's empty, it's empty. i still have the it went empty from one full, in my car right now i feel like that's a safety hazard yeah yeah jackson your your cars or your jeep it's it's funny i remember the one time you were like brian we got to get gas i'm like what do you mean we're like oh it says we're on empty
1: (laughs) (laughs) it it does that um i had this one point where like my jeep's gauges were completely broken and it said i was completely on full i'm like you know what i haven't filled up in a while i don't know why i thought this i was like Yo, well, like, infinite says gas. says full, I'm full. Infinite gas? Apparently I'm full. I'm like, I'm not judging. Infinite gas Maybe my dad filled it up for me. I don't know. I was like, all right, whatever. And then I, was just, I just kept driving. And then all of a sudden, I get to Belcher. Like, Belcher and Tampa Road. If you don't know this, it's a busy road. Like, 45 miles per hour on both sides. Big intersection. Like, there's a lot of accents actually. Yeah. Oh, sorry.
0: I speed on it every now and then.
1: Anyways, my car just shuts off. And, like... I drive stick, so I'm like, oh, I stalled out, and I go to start my car, and it starts, and it literally shows the fuel on full, <laughs> and it just goes, poop, 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 and empty. Empty. <laughs> It was literally the set. I was like, why? And then now I'm just sitting here. I'm like, well, now what am I gonna do? I'm not gonna like call stranded F- on Belcher. I'm not gonna call AAA and be like, yeah, I ran out of gas on Tampa Road in Belcher. You want to help a brother out? And <laughs> so my dad came by one dude just started pushing me and he started pushing my car and i was like oh thank how you. did that happen so i'm just in my car like all right i gotta call my dad and be like can you bring me some gas and then this dude i just i'm like calling my dad and i just feel the car starting to move i'm like oh shit then uh, the e-brake on and i just see this dude going <laughs> pushing my car he's like in the middle of Belcher. Up- in the middle of Belcher, he was like moving it out of the way. Wait, um, was he
0: parked off to the side and yeah, got out of his car? he parked
1: off to, I mean he was pretty much in the way too. But Like he, he was put, in
0: like the left lane, just hazards on or
1: Yeah. And he just pushed my car into what's it called, neighborhood, and then he sat there, and my dad just pulled him right after and just gave me the gas. It drove the Thoris filled <laughs> up, and then I went back to work. <laughs>
0: I could just picture that. You're sitting in your Jeep and some guy just starts pushing your he starts pushing your Jeep.
1: I'm like, alright bro. I just started turning the wheel for him, like, to get him in place. And I'm like, all right. Thanks, brother. (laughs) He just knew. He's done this before. Dude,
0: that's kind of impressive that he just pushed your G all the way to some neighborhood. he just pushed it. You think he works out?
1: Dude, you probably get... No, like, I don't... He didn't seem like that much of a workout, dude. But I'm going to be honest here. He probably does those good deeds for, like, karma back to him. He gets, like...
0: Like I'll say this much. I mean, I don't think I have the balls to just park my car in the middle of Belcher, get out of it, and just start pushing some red Jeep I see that's just stuck there. Yeah, I'll be honest. That I sounds usually terrifying. move out of the
1: way. I'll, or I'll just, like, swerve around them, I'll be honest. But now I'm like, well, now if I see somebody parked on the side of the road, I'd be like, need a hand? I
0: need to start pushing them.
1: I mean, I've been in that scenario now, so now i got to be like, bro, you need a hand? I feel
0: like just starting to push somebody's car is a very easy way to get shot.
1: Speaking of running out of gas, I don't have any gas, my Mind you minding loaning me some?
0: Well, you have to sponsor one of my episodes for me to do that, Jackson.
1: Oh, well, this video is sponsored by Release Fishing Apparel. Release <laughs> Fishing Apparel is going to start going off about it.
0: They have very good shirts. Yeah. I guess. Sure. I, I, yeah. I do love your shirts, actually. Like, for what it's worth, I love your shirts. Cause...
1: Funny enough, I'm actually wearing a release shirt right now. And it's got SPF 50, performance wear technology. It's, it's
0: the only thing you wear, Jackson.
1: Pretty much now. Like, what am I going to wear? Like, another fishing... App- I, all right, let's be fair. How often did I wear fishing shirts before I owned the company?
0: Not all that often.
1: No. I literally wore them every day, Brian.
0: I, I wasn't paying attention to your shirts, Jackson. Apparently I'm sorry.
1: Apparently not. But I if you look at my closet, nothing's different. Like... It looks exactly the same, just with release shirts now. So, I,
0: I see your philosophy behind that, because why would you wear somebody else's shirt when you can just wear Why it would your I give
1: Nike the look of the release? I feel like if I, I'm not going to wear, like, I, I do wear a release a lot, like release on release sometimes, mm-hmm. but sometimes I'll wear, like, a UCF shirt with a release hat. Like, sure. I like mixing, I don't want to just be, like, all release every time. I oh, like throwing like a release hat on
0: On a daily shirt. basis You like I mean Today's When we're recording this Yeah you had today off But Anyways College I mean At that Or at SPC That's just free advertising Wearing your own shirt at that exactly. point Exactly How's I'm, that I going know. for you The early college
1: I mean It's fun It's a lot of work But I mean Getting some classes out of the way That are a little harder than usual Statistics Not, not a fun class But a, I have a great teacher so. Dude
0: I had a stats test Earlier this week and it was it was a very long test where it, it's open notes they're doing their tests oh, open wait, notes. Really? yeah like pretty much every class is doing open notes right because the online kids can just well, who's gonna to stop off. me from all my paper
1: are on, on lock, like completely
0: oh really see they don't do that but what stops i'm taking like a paper here oh, these are my notes can't see my webcam down. I swear I know the material guys that, that, that's what the whole argument is for doing the open note tests. so the stats test earlier this week it was open note but the thing is if you didn't know your shit you're not going to finish in time exactly that's, you they don't, get you they, with the time constraints exactly the they do you, they don't give you enough time to check your notes though. so it's like you have to know what you're doing I'm not even kidding yeah. out of everybody in that class when the bell rang three people got up wow actually technically four one was a ta but (laughs) (laughs) the ta is doing better than i am
1: but yo he passed in this class (laughs) three
0: people got up and i think that's mostly because those three people are the people who really knew what they were doing on that so i i looked at my notes maybe once just to confirm like you know was i right about this multiple choice question like is this one is this like rule of statistics correct was i correct about that oh yep knew it okay That was the only time I ever looked at my notes the entire time.
1: Yeah, Statistics is a fun class, I would say. I don't know. Depending on... It's a lot of work.
0: It is. And one of the reasons I decided to take statistics is because it's single-handedly my worst math subject. Like, subject of math, area math, I am terrible at it. And at that point, I was like, you know what? I think I need to sharpen those skills a little bit. Instead of just letting it sit and be like, you know, this is a weak area of, like, my, you know, math, education, all that. Instead of just saying... I'm afraid of this. I don't want to do it. I'm like, you know what? I think I think I can handle it. I'm a little different.
1: And I think colleges do look at that stuff, like whether you're taking the harder classes, like statistics. I know a lot of people do like go like, you know what? You're looking at you're taking these classes already, and if you pass them, like, that's usually like a class at our college, like UCF, where you mm-hmm. would probably drop out if anything or not complete. Yeah. It. Because that's what like a college like UCF's looking at. They're like not trying to get the kid who's coming to party let's go i want to party but i'm just saying like party all the time but like they they want like a they want like somebody who's also coming to get their degree
0: yeah yeah and i think you're well you're technically doing early college which can't possibly look bad on you know your whole transcript i hope not but i think for like high school kids and all that your senior year you should really spend it taking harder classes because if a college sees that you're not just giving up on your senior year and you're still making an effort to learn as much as I you agree. can take harder classes I but think you that's also good. want
1: to enjoy your senior i don't i i can agree with both sides where somebody's like i really just want to enjoy my senior year a lot of people count it as their year like at least for me i get to choose my classes so, yeah. like i'm going to choose harder classes this semester so like when colleges are actually looking at it that's and true in the, the next and semester the a little semester, easier because yeah. i don't even have my classes picked for a second they won't know what i'm doing but i'm probably going to pick something a little bit on the lines of a little easier. Something I can do more manageable and enjoy the end like with yeah. prom, all that stuff. Graduation. Do you
0: know, is homecoming even happening?
1: Homecoming is a no I heard. And my really? Kid, I haven't heard anything about it. So I know it's interesting. a no this first semester or at least first marking period. First semester at least.
0: Imagine having homecoming and prom in one week.
1: That'd be amazing. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Just imagine that for a second. Like,
1: I'm just kind of hoping we at least get, like, I don't know. I'm not, like, a big person. I like like going to the dances. Like, I like just seeing everyone. It's kind of fun to just hang out with the boys. Like, it would be nice to go to prom or see at least one of our years.
0: I know. We got robbed of the junior one.
1: And then graduation would be nice. But, honestly, I like the graduation they had this year where it's just kind of like your family. And then, like, you meet up with all your friends later and do stuff. Um stuff. Yeah, we are stuff. Stuff. Speaking of stuff, oh, I think boy. we ran out of stuff to talk about on the podcast today. You're really trying to get <laughs> out of it, Jackson. I mean, man. that was kind of a good turn. Do, are you going to count me out of that? I like to thank you for listening to the. I'm going. I'm going to run the end of the podcast.
0: No, you're not, Jackson. We're not done yet. Damn it! <laughs> the gun's pointed towards you now. Damn it! So, Jackson. So, Brian. aside from the stuff, I'm actually genuinely curious because you said you were taking classes and all that. Aside from the stats class you're taking, what else are you taking at SBC? Because you said that this semester is a little harder for you.
1: Um, public speaking, which honestly, you're doing really...
0: public speaking right now, buddy. Consider this Yo, practice.
1: Miss um, Clee, can you like give me an A plus on this one right now? Like, I'm doing pretty good. I mean, our live studio audience. Yeah, Brian, can you edit, like a clip of like our audience screaming right now? Yeah, this is the Navy show, Jackson. Thank you, thank you guys. Woo-hoo! yeah thank you you're amazing
0: and for those of you you know you're all listening right now he's literally just looking at a door calling out into the darkness
1: no there's like a tree out there
0: and that's true i mean you know i still have to burn that sign you put in my yard
1: yeah let's not do that yeah i did put a bunch of so for our senior year i feel like we got kind of not i don't want to say rob that's the wrong way but but there's some things we did miss this senior year and there's i kind of when to do like not a little prank, but, like, little jokes that go around trying to get yeah. different people. So, like, one of them I did already was I put signs in everyone's yards. It's like, you know this one second go like, my child's graduating this year. I put a bunch of, like, 2021, um, what's it called? This household loves a 2021 PHU student.
0: Mm-hmm, that's exactly it. That,
1: yep, yeah, that's exactly it. I put that out in front of a bunch of my friend's yards. And I kid you not, the amount of, like, I... I don't look on Facebook often but I decided like afterwards I would and the amount of parents that like thought the school board did it was extreme to the point where the school got called saying why didn't my child get a sign in their yard and they were utterly confused they were like we, we don't distribute the I, signs. <laughs> I find that
0: extremely interesting too because I'd expect it to be the other way around where they're calling the school asking why did you put a sign in my yard
1: I think it's more of a gesture to, like, the seniors missing out on their senior year. I guess. They could probably think I'll that tell you,
0: Jackson, I came back home. I saw a sign in my front yard knowing nobody was home that day. That sign just appeared there. That was genuinely scary. I was like, who did that? I
1: did it at the middle of the night. So I did it to a lot of people at night. So, like, I did it to the point where, like, nobody knew. There was one person who did catch me. Ross I wanted to do – we had, like – 40 signs. We yeah. And our so we're just playing with my friends. And we're trying to think of people. We have a lot of friends that either are juniors, but you can't do a junior because it's seniors. Yeah. Or we have a lot of friends that go to Eastlake. So it's kind of like.
0: <laughs> you put a PHU 2021 sign Eastlake Kids them. Yard. I still have one would, which I was thinking about. Doing that was that. funny.
1: That would be pretty good. But we're, we're thinking, we're like, all right, we'll do Katie. And we see Ross's car there and we're putting in the sign. we're like, oh my gosh, she caught us <laughs> He was the one person who caught us. And then everyone else was just utterly confused.
0: Were you there when we wrapped the mailboxes last December for Christmas?
1: I was there for like two of
0: them. Evan caught me, or Aiden and I were doing it. And we almost had the job done on Evan's mailbox. Like we just had the wrapping <laughs> paper. Where I was just, I was literally putting the bow on it. And then we see Evan's car turn into the driveway. <laughs> and just the look of defeat on our faces just set it all. Like it was. He, he came over. He helped us finish the job. That was a nice one.
1: I think a funny one with again with the person who I put all the signs in front of everyone's yard. My friend Mac, he wrapped my car in foil. Oh yeah, right? yeah, yeah, like yeah. The clear what's is it just plastic? Stretch strap. wrap, stretch, stretch wrap, stretch wrap. He wrapped it like with a ton of rolls. It was just thick, and it wasn't that hard to get off. Like you just had to cut with scissors for a little bit and then get it off. And then it yeah, or like a razor blade it or something. Really, it really wasn't hard. I was like it was April 1st so I was like I was like oh man is this he's challenging me to like a prank war or something like that I would be totally. Mm-hmm. because it was in quarantine we're like really. alright whatever and I was like oh how am I gonna get him back and then I realized it was April 1st so I was on a time crunch too because if I didn't do it on April 1st and it would just been like happy April 2nd day April Fool's kind of April 2nd yeah it doesn't work I remember this so I was like so I gave you a call, and I was like, Brian... Dude, no, the way it went... We I have, were literally
0: on Minecraft, because this was back during, like, quarantine and all that, and we couldn't go out, and we're sitting there on Minecraft, and you're like, hey, Brian, you want to help me sticky note a car? I said, I'm not doing anything right now. Let's do it.
1: I mean, and I bought a ton of sticky notes, and I really, like... I still have, like... You still have some... But 70% of them. I could, you not, I was pretty impressed about how quickly, quickly we did it. That was Where's a very just,
0: efficient job.
1: It was... But the entire car was covered, which was impressive. Every yeah, literally, Every, you could everything. not see the car. And we did designs and everything. It was pretty impressive. It and was yeah. I Mike think we all did over, ourselves on that one. And he had a lot more to clean up than we did. Like me, I just had to cut some foil off. He had to take off like the sticky notes and like bulk.
0: You definitely got your revenge. On that
1: one. I mean, I'm just saying. And it happened on April first, so like
0: yeah technically you were in full legal limits to do that i was
1: i can legally do whatever i want on april 1st april 1st is purge day <laughs>
0: i remember doing that too it felt so sketchy
1: well you didn't know him yeah yeah you it's true no i had idea. no idea who
0: this dude was and i'm just sitting here you know sticking out in his car but it was fine i feel like
1: he had no idea you were there <laughs> he still had no he'll find out now Hey Mac. Um. By the way, Brian was there helping me checking out this guy's car.
0: Yeah, you think this guy really did all of that on his own?
1: I would have stayed all night. You know, I would have. You
0: gonna camp out in his yard, set up a little tent too, like have <laughs> a little fire pit.
1: Fire. He had a fire pit. His fire pit's pretty sweet. He's got like those lava rocks and stuff. I was like, that's
0: kind of raw. I remember I threw a couple of those in your pool.
1: Not like those lava rocks. Oh. I meant like they actually are from like a volcano.
0: Oh, that's kind of cool, actually. Like Super. The igneous rocks. Yeah, it's like magma. Guys, I took, I took Earth Science. I know what I'm talking about. I'm pretty well qualified. Science. Mm,
1: science. So, Brian, I'm going to be conducting the interview now. Oh, boy. Because I'm going to put you on the spot because I feel like the audience doesn't know too so much it, about you. If the
0: podcast just cuts here, guys, you understand why.
1: Okay. Brian. Yes. Tell us a little bit about yourself. What... Or you know what? My you my, a... I have the tables turned. You know what? I'll I'll do the intro for you. Here we go. Jackson's coming in with the podcast. I'm holding up my scotch tape to look like I have a paper to introduce you, Brian. Brian Brosky. He does a podcast. It's very good. He's got a nice setup going right here. He you, also. Plays no, you, t- you
0: don't. You don't describe the setup. He's got a nice setup.
1: Um, Brian, I'm, I'm describing you. Can you yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. I didn't sorry, interrupt sorry, you. How rude of me. I didn't interrupt you. You shouldn't interrupt me. Let me start over. <laughs> Brian Broski does a podcast and it's pretty nice setup and very successful. Um,
0: we have one episode.
1: Are you going to keep interrupting? I'm Brian? sorry, Jackson. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm typing you up right now. I'll, I'll Do you stop want me off. to start? All right. You know what? All right. He also plays guitar and does astrophotography. He's, um, He's got a house. <laughs> he's actually got two of them. His mom's and his dad's. And we're actually at his dad's right now. Um, He's pretty good at guitar. He likes music. Like most people. Um, Brian, you want to take over and describe yourself? I think I nailed it, though. What else is there?
0: I used to fly.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You fly. You, you, I have you, a podcast. He flies. He's got wings. He actually flies. Yeah, like... They-
0: so the way Eli described it right is how he fl- or his cousin flies Eli's learning to fly currently so through his um, scouts program his eagle scouts you know you get your wings when you're like fully graduated out of the scouts and all that and he said like one time his cousin like was on the stage and all that he was literally getting like he was graduating from it he's like okay I'm gonna start flying now he said that to the audience and he looks out at this crowd of people in front of him and he puts his hands out to his sides like his some wings grow Dude, out. it's like some David Blaine shit and he starts levitating, like literally levitating over the crowd, and to the point where he somehow got through the roof. Now that part isn't exactly clear to me. Eli needs to elaborate a little more on that part about how I he agree. got from like out, you know, through the roof. It's a pretty important detail. I think detail Eli there. needs to be on the next yeah. episode of the podcast uh, to he'll, elaborate he'll, on he'll that. He'll explain more of this later when I, I do have him on. But somehow he his, his cousin ends up outside of the building one way or the other. Just you it's know, teleport. It is impressive. He's built different. And,
1: well he's an eagle scout
0: yeah or yeah that was his first night being a full eagle scout so basically he kept levitating up and he got sucked into a plane turbine and died so
1: poor guy it happens. so Eli does not have a brother anymore cousin oh he does not have a cousin anymore no now, when Brian the gets... the stupidest
0: story I've told in a long time.
1: Now, when Brian gets his... Well, when he learns how to fly, I think you do know how to fly. You know uh, how to fly. I, I'm pretty capable, yeah. So, he gets grows aluminum wings out of his back, and he just begins to start levitating off the ground with yeah. his aluminum wings. Yeah. That's about it. But if you, if you guys didn't get the el- elaboration, Brian... Fletcher, just so Fletcher, you guys know, we Brian are Fletcher. fully
0: sober right now. I feel like that's very important to point out. We are both fully sober. The conversation is just that
1: stupid. I don't know. I've had a couple drinks of Dr. Pepper. So, I mean...
0: They, they put shit in that Dr. Pepper that I don't know about?
1: I don't know a true Dr. Pepper. I'm just drinking it.
0: I, I like Dr. Pepper. It's the only soda I tolerate.
1: Let's talk about Dr. Pepper a little bit. It's a pretty good soda. I mean, if I'm going to create a tier list for every beverage, because I saw yours on your Instagram where you put like...
0: Okay, yeah. So it's very, it's really this simple. So on the tier list, the S tier would be water, obviously, because I love water. I told you a story about why I love water. I love water. Then like, there's no real A tier beverage. Okay. There's no, or B, the only real one is like Dr. Pepper and like, I don't know, I kind of like orange juice, but that's more of a C. Okay.
1: I can respect it.
0: And literally everything else is an F.
1: Okay, so hear me out. We're gonna make an actual tier list, and I'm gonna pull up where the I'm gonna pull up the ten drink items, and we're gonna make a tier list out of the ten drink items, I'll, right here on the podcast. We'll do that. Okay. All right. So, and we'll put water and Dr Pepper on it. All right. How about this? We'll write in, here. I'll we'll write them down. real quick on our list. Make a note out of this. So, we got water. Dr. Pepper. How about lemonade?
0: Yeah, lemonade. I can see that.
1: That's kind of like a good drink to throw in there.
0: What kind of lemonade do you like?
1: Um, I'm not a huge lemonade guy, so that's going to be kind of low on my tier list. i Okay, honest.
0: yeah, but Chick-fil-A lemonade hits different. Oh,
1: so you're saying like what type of lemonade, not like pink or yellow?
0: No, I'm not saying like what category. I'm saying what like brand I mean, feel.
1: Chick-fil-A goes hard. If I'm going to get a lemonade, it's going to be a Chick-fil-A. I get that, yeah. All right, what's what's another drink for orange juice? Uh that's kind of I like, like orange juice. I like All orange, right, we'll juice. Put orange I, juice. I, on I there classify
0: for as different. I mean, if they're going to charge me $4 for a glass of orange juice at Garden but, Grill, I mean I think a basic one is It's a legitimate Coke. beverage. Coke's yeah. Coke. See, I don't really like Coke though, that's the thing.
1: But it's got to be on the list. You know that. You even know because it's a tier list. We got to rate these. So like I'm Coke's sure. like the most well-known. Um let's put Sprite
0: Sprite? Yeah, what kind of Sprite though? Cuz it depends cuz you have regular is- Sprite and McDonald's Sprite.
1: Ooh. Um we're going to put Sprite in. Cuz
0: like I feel these like were if all- you're going to make a beverage tier list, like McDonald's Sprite would be above Sprite, like very easily. See,
1: my thing is all right, so all these we'll just put for context are all in a can or cup. So like Tropicana for orange juice for lemonade, it'll be like that Minute lemonade shit, yeah. whatever that is. So we'll put them all in a can, just so it's all on an equal playing field. All right, so we got Sprite. All right, um, what's another one we can put on here? Um, Fanta. Fanta. Not I don't. I man. don't really
0: like Fanta. That's but an. But it still gotta be on the tier no, list. No, it's an F. I don't like Fanta. I'm telling you, dude, the only two beverages in this world that matter is water and Dr. Pepper. That's it. You know Nothing what? else matters. I,
1: I can respect that. All right. So I kind of like milk though. Milk's kind of cool. All right. And we'll put milk. All right. Here's our tier list. Or not here. Here's here's our options. This isn't the <laughs> tier list. So water. is the tier list. So water. So we're going to rate. Okay. We're not going to do a tier list. We're going to do. Water
0: like, is an S. Because you can drink water in almost any situation. We're not doing a
1: tier list anymore. We're going to do like a one, one to ten. Like list them. Like top ten out of these ten. Number one think? would be water. Okay, all right. So you're going to put water as number 1. I mean, everyone loves water. I don't know. Water I, I love water. I don't know. Yeah. if Anybody cannot have water. I, I love think that's, water. I think it's a necessary. Item. So I think yeah, I, I
0: can't live without it. I have to have water.
1: All right. So here's the list. We got milk, Mountain Dew, Mountain Dew's our, enough. W- let me finish the list, Brian. We got to tell the audience. Milk, Mountain Dew, Fanta, Sprite, Coke, orange juice, lemonade, Dr. Pepper, and water. We've already established water's number 1, because we can't live without it yeah number two can you agree with dr pepper yeah absolutely i told
0: you those are the only two beverages in this world that actually matter everything else is just
1: number three all right so these all come from a can so you got to keep that in mind water
0: comes from a can
1: Okay, bottle. Whatever. It's bottle. It's whatever's <laughs> produced in a factory, Brian.
0: I got you there, Joe. They produce a lot of stuff in factories, Jackson. I mean, tire shine's produced in factories. Would that be considered a? Brian, package? I will
1: end the podcast right now if we don't. <laughs> <laughs>
0: you see, like, click the button, we're, we're cut off. The sprite. podcast ends right here, guys. I mean, you know why?
1: Sprite is number four. Hear me out. What
0: kind of sprite? As just, I said, just
1: traditional sprite.
0: Like traditional spray. I mean, I I can kind of see that.
1: I mean, Sprite's a good soda for, like, even for people who don't... Like, it's not pure syrup. It doesn't taste like it. It tastes like fizzy water with a liminal, Okay, but it
0: day, doesn't right? mean... It doesn't change the fact that McDonald's Sprite is better than normal Sprite.
1: All right, so now we need to add McDonald's Sprite to the tier list and put that above water.
0: No, <laughs> no, 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 no.
1: I think it goes above water.
0: McDonald's Sprite is three. That beverage at least kind of matters. All right, so
1: we're adding McDonald's... You know, we'll just take out Sprite and put in McDonald's Sprite. Yeah. How about that? All right. So now we're at three with Sprite.
0: Cause I wouldn't drink a normal Sprite. It would have to be a McDonald's Sprite if I was ever gonna have Sprite.
1: How about on number four, Coke or Fanta? I think.
0: Coke, Coke for number right, four. Coke for number four. You have one Fanta, and you just feel like you're gonna puke your large intestine now. Like, All right. So you're clearly gonna... really against Fanta. So. I don't like Fanta.
1: So can we can milk maybe as five.
0: Oh, shit, I didn't even realize milk was on there, actually. I think milk is
1: fine. I, put, I like milk. I'd milk. put milk I'd,
0: above Coke.
1: I would not. I, I, I'm strong about that one. I would not put milk You would above
0: rather milk. have Coke than milk? Yes. You belong in a cycle. Whoa,
1: world. whoa, whoa. All right, Wait, let's get something clear here. Are we talking about chocolate milk?
0: Okay, that's, well, what kind of milk are we talking about? It depends. Just traditional. I, I prefer traditional over chocolate. I'm one of those people.
1: I agree. I agree. I, can't, I don't like chocolate milk. It doesn't taste good, in my opinion yeah all right i'm telling you right now we're doing coke above milk and we'll put milk why because coke, coke is way better
0: dude coke is what's gonna stop your heart after like 30 yeah. years of consuming it yeah
1: but milk's like cow piss.
0: when you put it that way it doesn't sound too charming does it
1: i made you go to five just by saying that mm-hmm. all right
0: ja- jackson can we, we already agree Malandu's they the literally line? based coke off of cocaine
1: yeah, that's why it's so good. <laughs> okay, he has a point. He We're does not gi- a point. We're not judging off health here. Um, what's it called? Do we put lemonade yet on the list? No, we haven't. No, we
0: haven't. we haven't. Honestly, what kind of I lemonade like, are we talking about? Because I think Chick fil A lemonade, as we said earlier, lemonade, is amazing. You know what I'm talking about. Minute yeah. lemonade. Yeah, yeah. Lemon. I say that's, that's a bad. six. That, that's fair. I would say it's a six out of the top 10 beverages.
1: Orange juice is eight. What
0: the, what's wrong with you, dude? Dude, I don't,
1: I don't know. Like the orange juice is so good. Orange juice from a bottle, though, not like oranges. Just okay, made. it
0: depends. Does it have pulp or does it not have pulp? Because if it has pulp, I'm not talking to you ever again. But if it doesn't have pulp, you're straight.
1: I guess I don't know which one. I don't even know the difference.
0: Okay, so pulp is like the one with the shit still in it. You know how like you have the Chick Fil A lemonade and like there's like parts of the lemon shredded. Yeah, that's in it? fresh though. Yeah, but what? it'll just because there's pulp and it doesn't. That, that's what it's classified as. If there's that like shreds of the actual fruit in there, it's classified as pulp. So.
1: So it doesn't necessarily do make like? it French or not French. Which one do you fresh. like? No pulp. No pulp. I mean, you, I do know. I look like a sociopath? I'm just, you? I'm just saying. I think orange juice could be a seven. I think. I think it could be a solid seven. I. I guess I, that's kind of
0: your preference there, but I mean. Well, well. Just just keep going. I'm interested to see where the rest of these last three numbers go. Okay,
1: so then we have... I'm going to put Fanta next. Is that Fanta over Mountain Dew?
0: Yes. Carried unanimously.
1: All right, and then the final one. I guess we only have a tier list of nine, so I guess we're at that point. The final one, utterly the worst soda. Or utterly the worst drink, I would say, ever made by mankind. Actually, no. We're Like Red Bull, Mountain Dew. Can't do those.
0: No, I can't either. I don't do energy drinks.
1: Or not Red... But Mountain Dew is probably the worst.
0: Yeah, I'm with, well, it literally has been proven to reduce a man's testosterone, like, sperm count. It's literally been proven to do that. So, like, if it, you're, if essentially what I'm saying is if you drink Mountain Dew, you are pretty much punching yourself in the nuts.
1: So, what, we, what we've established here today is water. Is S-Terry, that's S- the best one. Is water is the best drink you can have. Dr. Pepper is not bad. And then Mountain Dew is utterly disgusting.
0: Yeah, I'm with you on that. Because I think I'm a very firm believer that the only two drinks that matter in this world are water and Dr. Pepper. That's it. There's no middle ground. I
1: think we've learned a lot from this podcast.
0: Yeah, if... Our viewers even have any brain cells left after we just spent at least fifteen minutes making a tier list on beverages.
1: <laughs> not, even say... like, not even like specific beverages. No, there's just, just like, all random. <laughs> that was
0: just the mo- that has got to be the most chaotic conversation I've had in probably at least six days.
1: I don't even know why you're arguing with me. My list made sense.
0: I'm sorry, dude. I just don't see milk as being a common. five. It's milk's not a five. It's it's not. Can you at least milk's three, good.
1: Dr. Pepper or milk? If I was offering you both. Milk. At this at this time. It's right the-
0: now, I would have the milk. I'm not even kidding. This guy. Okay, Jackson.
1: I- I'm about to leave this podcast right now.
0: Honestly, I think we've gone on quite long enough for this one. I mean, that was... We really just sat there and talked about the best drinks for well over 20 minutes, I think.
1: I mean, I was ready to fight you over like half of those. You know what?
0: Jackson's gonna basically ghost me as a friend because I talk shit about
1: Dr. Pepper. Dr. Pepper. Dr. Even Pepper. though I said it, it's I love. I don't Dr. even have Pepper. a Dr. Pepper shirt. Chris, me and Chris are Dr. Pepper Bros. Dr. Pepper Bros. Before everyone else. <laughs> Not even Hoes. Just before everyone
0: else. <laughs> Guys, we're just straight up selfish.
1: <laughs> we only drink Dr. Pepper. We don't care.
0: It's a life worth living. I think.
1: I think so, too. No, like I don't, like how long I know do you think it
0: would take for your liver to just outright collapse you know if what? you only drank that?
1: I'm willing to die if it means I can drink Dr. Pepper. <laughs> Does it's that a, sound bad?
0: <laughs> you put you on a dialysis machine and just straight Dr. Pepper. <laughs> you died less than a week in the hospital.
1: But it was worth it, wasn't it?
0: It was. You know, Jackson, I would like to thank you for coming on this podcast. You certainly made it unique I'd this like time. I would like
1: to thank you for having me, Brian. It was pretty of fun. Of course, Jackson,
0: of course. Uh, you set the bar certainly high for our next guest
1: yeah our next guest um I'm, well since you called someone else out in the last episode i feel like it's only fitting for me to call somebody out on this episode oh, i think boy. i think it's fair it's kind of like what's it called where you like just pick somebody else and it just keeps going, and going it's
0: like popcorn reading and we did talk about eli
1: for a little bit of a portion where he was learning to fly so i'm gonna pick eli thompson as our next guest on the podcast also, that, by the that's way, I, I doesn't this, mean
0: I have to honor it, but...
1: I mean, <laughs> it's it's fair. It is very fair. All right, last thing I'm okay. going to say, I'm going to just plug my brand. Um, Everyone go shop at releasefishingapparel.com. There it is.
0: He, he didn't pay for this at all. He's but just I, doing it. But
1: I still can't. I was on the podcast. For yeah, that's fair. I'll give he's, you that. He's I'm not guessing. paying us. He's holding us hostage. Help. Help. <laughs>
0: all right, Jax, I'll give you a handshake before you go. All right. Thank you, Brian, for having Don't me on Don't let the, the show. door hit your ass in the way out.
1: All right.
0: I'll see you, buddy. Uh, thank you guys for watching this week. Um, I'm honestly... He, he just walked out. He, he just walked out of the studio. He, he just actually... Just, he's gone now. Well, I'd like to thank everybody for watching this week. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm just speechless.